Super excited for today's episode of the Globetrotter Lounge. We have Kelly Scott, a Seattle-based international pet sitter who is taking the world by storm, one pet at a time. Check it out on today's episode of the Globetrotter Lounge. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're standing by for Washington, our next departure will be at 2 o'clock, and it should be getting at a seat. You're listening to the Globetrotter Lounge podcast, conversations with women travelers who have found creative ways to travel more for less. With your host, travel hacker and online course creator, Jet Set Lizette. Hey everyone, this is Jet Set Lizette, and before I push play on this episode of the Globetrotter Lounge podcast, I'd like to invite you to download my Globetrotter Roadmap to Free Travel. It breaks down the steps I've taken to rack up and consistently maintain over a million airline miles and hotel points over the last five years. So far, I've saved almost $90,000 in travel costs, and so can you. You can get it for free at roadmaptofreetravel.com. And if you want even more guidance, my online course, Jet Set 101, Becoming a Travel Hacker, teaches you everything you need to know to leverage the incredible travel credit card sign-up bonuses that are out there and start traveling for practically free. Along with video course modules, you also get the tools and resources that I use to successfully travel hack without going into debt or damaging my credit score. And it includes access to me through monthly coaching calls. You can get more information at JetSet101Course.com. Hello and welcome to the Globetrotter Lounge podcast, and I'm really excited to have Kelly Scott with me here today. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me today. Sure. And I'm excited because Kelly is going to talk to me and us about international pet sitting, which she's been doing for, I think, a year now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I started in March, last Great. March. Great. And I love having women on here that you know, are like me. They're um, maybe not the uber expert who's done it forever and ever. It's like the person who, you know, a friend who's gotten going on something I'd love to do myself. So Kelly, I would love to hear, uh, well, first of all, are you currently based, would you consider yourself based in out of Seattle still? Or are you where are you based out of right now? Um, I think yeah, I would say I'm based out of Seattle. I have a storage unit here. Actually, I don't don't own a home or have an apartment or anything like that. I'm actually doing sitting while I'm back in town. Um, but this is where I'm originally from. Okay. And when I decided to do this as a full-time thing, I, uh, yeah, just decided to sell everything, my car, and move out of my apartment and sell most of the stuff that I had and just put a small amount in storage. So that's in Ballard in Seattle. Wow, Great. And you're, are you from here or are you from somewhere else? I'm originally from Portland, okay. Oregon. Not too far down the road. Not too far down. Um, and then I moved up here when I was about 12 years old. Okay. Um, my parents had split, and so my mom was in Oregon. My dad was in Washington in Seattle, and I moved up with my dad in Seattle. So Okay. Yeah, so I've been in Seattle for a while. Quite a while. Great. And speaking of being younger... Um, how did you first get, you know, kind of taken out by the travel bug? Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's taken I, out, but, right. you know. I uh, actually think that, you know, I can't remember a time when I haven't wanted to travel. 
and explore, I guess, more, explore the world, explore what is out there than what is just in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I remember, you know, being a little kid, probably about five or six, and my bedroom had this really big window that mm-hmm. I could see Portland International Airport's planes taking off <laughs> wow. in the far distance. <laughs> and I remember laying in my bunk bed and just watching the planes going, you know, wondering where they were going and what, the, you know, who was on it and wh- what they were going to experience. So wow. it's been, yeah, it's been an interesting journey because um, I didn't do a lot of traveling with my parents or anything. I mean, we did um, you know, local trips to visit family in, in Washington or in, in Oregon, just road trips. Um, but they never told, they, they never, you know, took us out to foreign countries or anything like Hmm. that. So, um, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's been, you know, I, I've just, in school, I always looked at maps. I loved geography. I loved other cultures, um, but didn't really get exposed to it until I was an adult. Okay. Yeah. When did you first go on a major trip? Um, my first major trip was Costa Rica. Hmm. And it was with my sister. And I was 25. My son was two or three, mm-hmm. I think, at that point. And she was leaving um, to move to Japan for a year to teach English. Wow. And so we wanted to go on a trip together and just kind of experience. And I remember she doesn't like planning. She hates planning. So I did all the planning and bought a Lonely Planet book on uh, Costa Rica and remember highlighted almost everything in there. Um, and we had one reservation uh, in San Jose when we first got there and we just had our backpacks hmm. and we flew in and then kind of went from there and traveled down the peninsula and it, it was great. Yeah. That, was my, that was my first experience being kind of really like a big trip. Yeah, And then I was... Then I was hooked. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was gonna like try to do it as much as possible. As so. much as possible. Yeah, I can relate to that feeling. Um, okay, so so that was when you were twenty five, and then I take it you you know so you were traveling when you could, um, working. I'm assuming mm-hmm. uh, you have a son. You know, just doing your life. And at what point did you start take thinking? I want to really like do something major. Like I want to travel a lot more than just when I can. Yeah. I think it was, um, you know, a couple of years ago when I was doing a trip probably in the last 10 years, one, you know, one big trip a year and trying to, and that was all I could afford. And it was kind of pushing it too to be able to afford that. Um, and a couple of years ago, and some, some circumstances happened um, during those 10 years, both of my um, parents passed away. Mm. And, um, and my son also got married. Um, so kind of big life events that kind of shifted my perspective on life and how I wanted to live it. And, um, and it being short at times. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, both of my parents um, had said that they wanted to, you know, travel when they retired. And my mom was 65 when she passed away and my dad was 70. So oh, wow. so they didn't really get the chance to experience that. Um, 
And so I just, I decided that, I, you know, I, I really wanted to do it. I loved it. You know, the trips that I had been on had been so profound and just, I was so, found so much joy in traveling. Um, so I decided uh, a couple of years ago to start doing what I could to figure out how I could financially afford to live um, overseas and travel and have a different experience than mm. being in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, uh, you know, I started selling things. I started reading hmm. about travelers. Um, there's a book, I think, uh, Nomadic Matt. Yes. Does it? Travel. I've heard of Nomadic Matt. Yeah. Um, How to Travel on $50 a Day. I think it's something like that, mm-hmm. the book that he wrote. And um, following blogs and joining other groups that were – female solo travelers um, to just kind of see how they did it. And little by little, you know, just plugging away at it and selling things and kind of organizing and figuring out what my plan was, um, I finally decided that I was going to take the leap. And um, my first actual, like, goal was to move to Southeast Asia where I could live Hmm. more less expensive and more inexpensively yeah um but then it turned into something else oh isn't that funny how life does that yeah yeah um well and just to back up a second so what kind of work have you been doing like you know i think a lot of people would be like oh it's probably just people who are really wealthy and have tons of money can then just sort of shove off and go live other places i mean right what kind of work have you done or was um i've done a variety of different things actually um the last a couple of things i have a degree from the university of washington in speech and hearing sciences and so i was working at the university of washington for a while um at iLabs doing uh, program coordinating and research assistant. Mm-hmm. And then my last job I had was at the Hearing, Speech, and Deaf Center, uh, being an executive assistant and also the human resource coordinator. Okay. Um, so not, you know, not a lot of funds, you yeah. know, did savings here and there. Sure. And, um, and I also got my certification in teaching English as a second language. So I wanted to, that was my initial plan was to move to Southeast Asia and that's how I would supplement my travel okay. over there. And it's also a lot less expensive to live. So, Okay, so that was sort of how you set things up with yeah. some savings. Um, but it wasn't like you, um, yeah, you weren't coming at this with, with sort of uh, endless funds. You needed no. to find other ways to make this happen. You know, the whole idea of traveling more for less. How can you make this work financially? Right, exactly. Um, okay. So, and so this was a couple years ago that you started getting the idea and then you prepared yourself and then you ultimately started looking into international pet sitting. Yeah. So when I was in Thailand, actually, I wanted to, I decided that I wanted to travel outside of Southeast Asia, that I wanted to keep going. I mean, the the bug grew, expanded once I actually made the leap. And so, um... I was actually looking up, uh, I had done some pet sitting locally and house mm-hmm. sitting in, mm-hmm. in Seattle. And I decided that I wanted to do um, it in, you know, some of the countries that maybe I wouldn't be able to travel to or afford because they were more expensive than being in Southeast Asia. 
And so I saw this website called Trusted House Sitters mm-hmm. and researched it, and it was legit and had great ratings um, for you know success of people that finding house sitters and and being a house sitter. Um, so I joined, and it just took off. Wow! Yeah. So you were in. Thailand, yes. you said when this. So when did you actually leave and go to Thailand? Was that a year ago? In March. Okay, yeah, it was March fourth. It was so okay. So it was coming up on a year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And how long had you been there when you thought, you know, I want to do some other kinds of travel too? I was there for about a month. Okay, okay. Yeah. So pretty soon into it. Mm-hmm. So you did the research. You signed up, and what did that look like? Did they have to? vet you in some way? I mean, how there's a process, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, there's a process. So membership actually to join for both the homeowners and pet owners and pet sitters um, and house sitters, it is $119 a year Mm -hmm. for membership. Mm -hmm. And with that, you you create, so as a house sitter or pet sitter, um, you create your profile. So it's about you, about your experience, what you would bring to Hmm. the home and pet sit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you post photos. And then there's an ID uh, check that they do, like verification. And then there's an enhanced background check that you can pay. I think it's 20 extra dollars um, that you can do for for yourself as well. That's good. It seems like it would be worth doing that. Yeah. so then you're in there, and then how does it work? I mean, I know, you know, certainly we'll have, I, I'm going to be transcribing this podcast, and on the post, there'll be a link to the site, and I'm right. sure people can go and read about it. But just, you know, basically, how does it work? Are you getting online? You're looking through opportunities to sit in different countries, and then you communicate with people, or yeah. basically? Yeah. So they, the pet, or, Home and pet owners actually have advertisement that they post okay. as well. And so with photos and a description of where they are and their pets. Um, and so every when you're a member, every day you get emails hmm. that notifies you the new sits that you can do um, or that come up and are available. And then there's also filters that you can use when you go in and you're looking for a sit in a certain country or a certain destination, or you can also filter if you just want to, you know, pet sit a dog or a cat or a bird or mm-hmm. reptile. Cool. Yeah, like your favorite, <laughs> your favorite animal. Whatever farm animals, you know, and what, what you have experience in too, okay. you know, helps a lot. So, sure. um, so you, you can see, you can either look up or you can see on the email that's sent to you, the new sets that are available. And then it will say, you look at the, um, advertisement and it says apply now. Okay. And you hit apply now. And then it's pretty much like a like an email you would send somebody, mm-hmm. like a job, you know, I would like to apply for this job and here's my, you know, experience and mm-hmm. what I can bring to it and my skill set. Um, and, and then either the um, home pet owner will write you back an email or mm-hmm. they don't. Um, right. <laughs> right. You know, sometimes that happens. But... Um, yeah, so that's kind of the the process and kind of how to it, to get the ball rolling. Okay, mm-hmm. so you found it pretty easy. I mean, again, you, you this was you went to Thailand in March. You'd been there a month. You signed up. Now that's April, May, something like that, mm-hmm. and then you got a sit, and off you went. And that's been yeah. you know eight months ago or something, yeah, right? Yeah. Not even that long ago. Yeah. So where where was your first 
sit? Um, I the first one I got in Balham in London. Okay, and it was a lovely family that uh, had a great you know home, two cats, uh, very welcoming. It was a great introduction to. Mm this process and everything I'd done, like I said, I had done it locally before, but never on a an international level like yeah. this. Um, and, and just, you know, after I did that one, actually before I did that one, I think I had applied for another one, um, that was in London. Could I guess I kind of wanted to stay in that area a little mm-hmm. bit and kind of get my feet wet. Um, and so I did four, actually, in London. Oh. I did three different ones and then went back. She wanted me to come back. The first one wanted me to come back to do another set again. Okay. Um, and so I was there for about two months, So I think. between the four places or something, you were there two months. Yes. And, and so basically, obviously, nobody's paying you. You're getting room and board. You're taking care of, I mean, room. I don't know about board and food, but you're you're getting a place to live. You're taking care of the pets. They're not paying you, but this is what you're getting. It's an exchange right. service for for a place to stay. Um, did did you get to use a car? Sometimes you get to use the car. Sometimes they they offer it, or some, now I I just ask if it's available if they mm-hmm. if they feel comfortable with it because sometimes they don't even think about that that would be something sure. um, to offer. And or um, I have been offered, you know, bus passes, train mm. passes, sure. um, nice to get around in public transportation. Okay, um, bike fob, you know, for the yeah. bikes like we have here in Seattle, like the Lime bikes um, okay. that are different in London. But yeah, so the and like you said with the food, the room and board, a lot of times too since they're going to be gone for a while, mm. they want you to eat their perishables right. and they right. totally are, you know, Please eat whatever eat you this. feel, you know. <laughs> and so, um, you know, that's another kind of perk that saves money as well because they want you to actually yeah. partake in, that's great. in eating the food. So, And um, let's see. So then you ended up, well, you had to pay for your travel there, obviously. I did. Mm-hmm. So I paid for travel to get to London and then... In between the sits, I usually did um, Uber because I didn't feel oh, quite yeah. comfortable on the tube yet. Right. So I did the Uber in between the sits there. And then um, for my other sits that I had, so I, I after London, I had one in, uh, I had one in Switzerland, in Zurich, mm-hmm. Milan, um, and then one in Dubai for a month, uh, and then one in New Zealand for a month, one in Australia wow. for two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Back, yeah. So many great places. Mm-hmm. New Zealand. I've been to New Zealand before four days. I'm very unhappy to report. Oh. Um, so I'm envious. Yeah, that's um, beautiful. Dubai. Yes. That's a place I'd like to go. So out of all those places, what was your favorite experience? I I think probably Switzerland. And really? that was, yeah. And it was, it was during the summertime. It was July. So it was about 75 degrees. I was mm. in a house that was amazing. And it was right on Lake Zurich. Wow. French doors that opened up to the lake. What? Um, a paddle board. So I went paddle boarding no. every day in the sunshine. Is this real? Yeah. Um, and that's the great thing. And that I really want to stress about this. This is such a unique way to travel. And the thing that makes, I mean, besides having it be, you know, less expensive, you know, because you have your your accommodations, which is huge. Right. When you're going somewhere, it's a home. 
So yeah. it doesn't feel like a hotel. You know, it's not sterile and it feels like somebody actually lives there. Mm-hmm. And for, you know, the, one of the first things I do when I get there, probably the second day, is go to the grocery store um, and buy, you know, the food that I want for the week and bring it back home. And they are, you know, the homeowners are usually more than happy to let you use spices and pots and pans and everything like that. So you can do your cooking at home, um, which saves a ton of money too. And you're in a neighborhood. So you're not really in, you're in most, the places that I was at was a safe, you know, it was a safe area Mm -hmm. and you're, they introduce you to the neighbors. So, you know, the neighbors, you know, and you're, you're not in a tourist area, so it's going to make it more expensive, even with the restaurants or anything that you're right. doing. Right. You know, in, in a tourist in area. The area. Yeah. Right. So that makes sense. So you're in a home, you feel like you're not, you're living the the life, the right. real life the, the, exactly. that the regular locals would be living in their right. homes. You're having a local experience. Plus, you have a pet, mm-hmm. which keeps you company and it's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fun. So, so, what was the pet at the Zurich or the Switzerland lake on, you know, all uh, that experience? Her, yeah. It was, a, it was actually a Russian blue, which is a kind of a gray oh, yeah. cat. Yeah. Short hair. Um, beautiful eyes. Her name was Betty. Betty. She was, a, she was particular. Okay. Yeah. So she she wanted to be pet a little bit in the morning and then fed. And then she wanted to cut loose and go outside and roam around for the rest of the day. So usually my, you know, my schedule was waking up, feeding the cat, you know, taking care of the cat. And then I usually figure out what my adventure for the day is going to be. Wow. Yeah. The cats are good that way. Yeah. I can imagine that, you know, pet sitting a cat could be good because they mostly want to just do their own thing. Right. So you can do your own thing. Right. A dog would be more more intensive. A little more work. I've actually have to admit, I've done my own pet sitting. It was not international, but I did do a travel pet sit in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. I have a friend there who said, you know. She kind of has this thing now where she's like, if I go out of town, I'll ask you first since I know you have miles to get here. So so we had to do a relay because with my school, my son's school schedule, we couldn't all just leave. Right. So I went and then my husband flew in and he got to have the house for another week. Oh. And we overlapped a couple days and my That's poor good. son was left out of the loop. He oh. had to stay home, but my mom came with me. And anyway, I just noticed that with a dog, I don't know if you've pets that have done a sit internationally with a dog, but you know, it really was a more of a routine. You have to get right. up and walk them and, you know, make sure you get back to let them out to pee. And, you know, it was a little different. It yeah. was still great. Yeah. Or we'd take the dog with us and go to the beach and then you're like, oh, wow, now the dog's running up trying to, you know, maybe not bite someone, but you know what I mean? All of a sudden right. you're like, I've got this kid with me. Right. Right. Yeah. So I could see that a cat might be a good thing. <laughs> it was it was a good introduction, and I actually haven't done any dogs internationally. Okay. I, I do sit dogs locally, yes, because I, I just feel more comfortable. A yeah. lot of times, I know the people; okay. um, they're so friends of mine. And, yeah, but um, yeah, things just rules and cultures and stuff like that are That's a little true. bit different. So cats are a little yeah. It's a good way to, way to ease into it, unless you're you know, really comfortable with dogs. And I looked at the site after you mentioned that that's what you'd used. And Mm -hmm. I noticed that there are, you mentioned farm animals a minute ago. I did see that there are some, you know, some people have done pretty amazing pet sitting with unusual pets. Yeah. Um, So I suppose it's whatever people are comfortable taking on. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a, there's a range of different animals and then also length of time. Okay. So they're from 
a weekend to a year long. Okay. So, and you can set that as well in the filters if you want to be somewhere for for longer, longer time. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned that, um, right now you've been here in Seattle sitting for a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, you were here through the holidays, Mm -hmm. um, and now then you're going to be taking off soon. So tell me about what your future plans are. Yeah. So I'm excited because this actually, I mean, it, it, works it worked (laughs) so um so I'm doing it again and I actually came back to you know kind of check on things see my son and my daughter-in-law um and my sister who's also doing sitting now oh so so our uh her she got a sit in Scotland so I she leaves at the beginning of March and it was through trusted house sitters as well. Okay. Um, and she's been doing it locally here. So she started out locally, which is something I also wanted to mention. You know, if you feel a little uncomfortable, you've never house sat or pet Mm -hmm. sat before, you can always do it locally first. Right. And then kind of take the leap to, to go internationally. But March uh, 18th, I'm going to leave for Scotland Great. Yeah. And I'm going to go visit her up in Scotland where she's doing a sit. And then my first sit start in London. And I have, I think it's eight different ones. Wow. Um, and in the UK and then one for a month and a half in Spain. Fantastic. What part of Spain? Yeah. Well, I should um, say Scotland too. Uh, yeah. What are the areas you'll be in in Scotland and in Spain? I'm curious to know. Um, Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And in Spain, it's Los Dolce, which is a community. It's actually a condominium with a pool and kind of a gated area, I think. And Mm -hmm. it's the east, kind of about midway down near Barcelona. Near Barcelona. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Wow, I love Barcelona. I mean, maybe you can get over there for a bit. Yeah, yeah. um, That's fantastic. So how long will you be in Scotland? You mentioned a longer sit. Is that, I think, when we were chatting before the podcast, um, Something that you're doing at like six months is did I hear that right? I have, I have, I'm booked up for six months, I so I you. leave in March okay. and I have sits booked up until September. Wow, yeah, pretty so great back to back. There's a couple of them that have about three or four days in between, which is actually good because yeah. I might want to do something else, just right. to actually travel somewhere, or sure. vacation somewhere, or see friends mm-hmm. while I'm over there. Um, but yeah, and that, and I. I kind of stopped there because I, I wanted to wait mm-hmm. that's pretty far out and mm-hmm. see maybe in a month or two right. what comes up in the sits, where I want to go. I'm going to stay more um, probably in the Europe area. I don't think I'm going to go to Australia or New Zealand this year, but okay. next year I'm planning on doing more over there. Okay. And um, <clears throat> so, you know, this before you were talking about um, – getting your certification and teaching and being in Asia and all that kind of being your plan, how is it working out for you? Clearly, you know, having places to stay is keeps costs way down right. than if you were trying to pay for that. Um, but how's it working out for you, you know, with just food and adventure money? Um, are you fine with whatever you'd saved? Are you finding other ways to make money? Just curious about that. Yeah, no, I, that's a good question. Um, it's it's working out. I'm I'm having to find kind of creative ways to kind of build my funds again. Mm-hmm. It's huge uh, that I don't have a place that I need to like. I don't pay rent, 
Right. I don't, I don't have a car, so I'm not paying right. a car payment. I don't have, you know, car insurance and stuff like that. So my main, um, you know, expenses are my storage. Okay. That's like $80 a month. Yep. Um, and my phone and then transportation and, and food, you know, and it's usually public transportation or the places that I sit, especially here in Seattle too. Okay. Um, that I have cars. So it's under a thousand a month. It's about, yeah, around a thousand. Maybe like just under okay, or a thousand. Yeah, so yeah. okay, so yeah, yeah. So you I can have find a, ways to maybe either you have the savings for now to do it. I have my savings, okay. and then to supplement that, there are different things that I'm looking into, and I also have jobs that people have asked me to come back to work just do temporary jobs, especially okay. when I'm home, right? Um, when you're here, so I'm yeah. yeah, I'm I'm looking at different things that I can do, kind of digital nomad type of Mm -hmm. work that I would be able to do when I was traveling, um, trying to start a blog. Yeah. So always good at that. Um, selling photographs, you know, just the iStock and stock photographs. Um, and that, you know, and then teaching English, I always have that as well. If I wanted to do some kind of tutoring or something like that. So great. Mm -hmm. Well, and, um, Okay, I'm going to shamelessly plug myself. I know that you're taking my course yes. on uh, how to travel hack with credit card sign-up bonuses. I suppose that would come in use getting to and from uh, different sits. Yes. So I'm thinking absolutely. about that, you know, sort of selfishly as you're talking, I'm thinking about myself like, yeah, well, no. I have the miles to get to the to the sits, right. you know, and that, that would be another big expense would be flying. That's exactly right. And that's, that's, part of the reason I wanted to take your course, which was excellent. It was really great at just breaking it down and kind of showing me how how I could do this and what cards were the best ones to use and kind of a plan and an Excel sheet to keep track yeah. of everything, you know, yep. which I'm big on Excel. I have a, an Excel <laughs> calendar too to try to keep track of all my sits. It's all color coded. But yes, yeah, that's so that's another thing that, that cuts down and hopefully, you know, we'll keep going in the future yep. to be able to do that because that's one of the things that I kind of wanted to tap into because I knew that was an area that was a higher expense, especially if right. I'm going you know, from Dubai to New Zealand. Right. Um, to see if I could somehow use my points to be able to do that. And I did use, I already had an Alaska um, airline, so I used that mm-hmm. before I actually took your class. And now I have four different cards, new cards Yay. that I just got. Yeah. I've got some some miles yeah. and points. Good. Yep. So they're going. Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, I'm glad that's been helpful. And um, so, so obviously you've been, as we've been talking, you've been, sharing why this is a great way to go. You've talked about, you know, the fact that you can feel like you're in a home, the fact that it's obviously saves a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, people have been accommodating and, and sounds like you've had really positive experiences. Yes. So, um, and you're going to keep going with it. So yeah. right there, it shows that you, you're, you're liking it. Yeah. Any challenges to this whole lifestyle that you've now, you know, you're, you, I kind of like that we're talking because you're, you're just, You've done it long enough to start getting, I'm sure, into the like, okay, I didn't expect this. But you're also still kind of new at it, so you're also still really excited. So you've got both, right? right? So what are some of the challenges, if any? Um, I think one of the major challenges, and I, I, I'm more an introvert than an extrovert, so it is nice that I have a lot of time by myself. Okay. I don't mind that so much. But you are alone a lot. So one of the things that I found that was free also to be able to do 
um, is meetup groups. Oh, right. Which they're all over the world. And they're free or discounted things that you can go to. I went to, you know, a symphony in Switzerland, hiking in Switzerland, um, dinner parties in Dubai, movies with ladies (laughs) in uh, New Zealand. So... So that was one of the things that I wanted to kind of also kind of get it dialed in as far as my social okay. network. Um, so I so I could meet people because it's very temporary, you know, especially if you're traveling full time like this. It's the relationships you make, you're coming and going. And yeah, um, but you still want to kind of make connections, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that was really important. That was one of the things that was a little challenging at first. But once I got into it, you know, it made it easier. Um, I think the other one was kind of establishing a routine Mm. as well. And, um, you know, as far as applying for sits, um, so I kind of did, you know, a routine where, and this is whether you're traveling full time or if you just want to do it for a vacation and you're not getting responses from people or anything like that. Like I, I cut out probably in half hour to an hour every morning where I would look through all of the sits that were available Mm -hmm. and, you know, have a template as far as uh, an email that kind of described who I was and why I'd like to come and then personalize it. Okay. Um, So I could apply for, you know, I set a goal of usually about, I don't know, three to five different sits that I would just email. Okay. Um, And then, you know, a day. Every day. Every day. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, wait for the responses and then really kind of let it go and give it to the universe and see what came back and what was the right sit. And if ones don't, you know, if they didn't work out, then just to realize that's not where I was supposed to go. That's not where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I wondered about that. I guess the part of me too, the the organizer in me, um, because interesting, you know, I've done a lot of coordination or, you know, kind of stuff you're talking about the university. There's a part of me that wants to figure out already, like, how did you get them all to line up? You right, know, right, like right. how does that how does that work? You know, yeah. and I'm already seeing in my mind some spreadsheets and you know trying to keep track of that. But I suppose it just also part of it's just seeing what happens. Things come into place, yeah. Um, and if you're applying, that makes sense. If you're putting it out there every day, mm-hmm. that widens it enough. You're getting enough potential sits to right fill in spots. Yeah. And I had a couple of what I started to do as well. There were ones that I saw that I was like, Oh, this is great. But I, I'm not like available at that time. Mm-hmm. I want to do it. Um, so I would write them and I would say, you know, your place looks great. And I would love to set your pet. And you know, I would love to get in contact with you. I'm not available at this time. But I just want to let you know, you know, kind of like marketing myself, <laughs> yeah, that I'm, I'm, a, you know, hopefully available in the future. And it, and there's a couple of sits that I got from That's doing great. that later, Good yeah, tip. later on. Yeah. That's a great tip, really. So, so just don't give up or, you know, just if you're drawn to something, put it out there, even right. if it's not available right now or mm-hmm. at the exact right time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, another question is basically, you know, I'm imagining that some of your friends and family might have thought this was a little crazy or had some concerns or yes. like, aren't you going to be lonely? Or is this dangerous? You're by right. yourself. Can you speak to some of that? Just, you know, what some of those fears or myths or I don't know. Yeah, that people were throwing out at you. Yeah, I think um, the women that I talked to, a lot of my my women friends were afraid of me traveling alone. 
mm-hmm. you know, as a woman by myself um, and being able to to figure things out. And I do have, you know, some street smarts and, you know, moved out at a young age when I was 16 and kind of have really gotten good at figuring things out, you know, just kind of on the move and being aware of my surroundings and stuff like that. Um, but it's not, it's not as scary as people think. Okay. Like it really isn't. And it's, people are more, I mean, you do have to use your smarts, Yeah, you know, as far as being out there by yourself, you know, I would say the biggest thing that I do when I go out on whatever adventure I'm going on, you know, I know I try to instill confidence in myself when I'm walking down the street, you know, and, and exploring and not seem, seem like I know where I'm going, mm-hmm. you know, not that I'm just kind lost. of wandering or yeah. lost and seem like, you know, yeah, yeah, more, more apt to get, have something happen. I don't know. Right. So, um, and as far as my family, you know, my, my sister, she didn't really want me to go just because she didn't want to be left back in Seattle, but mm-hmm. now she's doing it. So it's great. <laughs> so that encouraged her to do it. And my son, um, it's been wonderful because he, he works at a hotel too, and he's a concierge at a hotel. And he, uh, you know, tells people, my mom is like traveling the world and doing this adventure. <laughs> and he thinks it's amazing. And he's, you know, even in being back this last time, I was like, you know, I can stay, I can, you know, we can, I can do something else. And he was like, no, 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 no. I want you to keep, I want you to keep going. It's so inspiring for me to see you wow. be able to travel like this and just to hear your story. So he's encouraging me too to like do a blog and yeah. he wants to know more about what I'm doing. So that's great. Yeah. So mostly you've gotten support. A lot of sounds yeah. like, you know, even though there were some concerns and, but you weren't going to let that hold you back. You're like, well, I mean, just from right. your friend's standpoint. Right. Yeah. And then your son, that's great that he's so supportive. Yeah. Um, would you say, um, how has your life changed since you've done this year or not even quite a year of travel? Like, clearly it's changed on this very obvious way of you're not living in Seattle, you don't have a home, right. you, know, you know, at one home that you own or that you're renting or whatever. But internally, maybe, or just, you know, your perspective on life or what has changed for you in this last year? It's been, it's been very eye-opening. And I, and I think the biggest thing is I, I have so much more confidence in my abilities mm-hmm. um, and, and more, you know, it's been, it's been a rough few years mm-hmm. and, um, and so you know, connecting with people also around the world and realizing that there are more similarities than differences, Hmm. you know, with, with the people that you meet, we all have our joys and our struggles and, um, you know, our culture, the language may be different, but we, we can find connections in, in just our life experience and what we've, you know, everybody has had, hard times and joyous times. And, and so just, you know, it's, hmm, I came back and it was just on the journey. It was, it was, um, hmm, how do I want to say it was, my heart is full, I Hmm. guess. It was so, 
a, a lifelong dream that I did that I didn't think I was capable of doing. Um, and now, you know, I'm continuing it. It's not ending. I'm still wow. still going. Yeah. And I want to keep going until I can't do it anymore or I get tired of it and want to do something else, you know. Mm-hmm. And I guess just looking at the that that it, we're more capable of of doing things, you know, than we think we are. It's yeah. it's amazing and yeah. it's not it's not as out of reach as we think. Um you know, even with the traveling expenses wise and stuff like that, it's not, you can find ways there's, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, free things, so many free things to do out there and ways that you can cut down on costs. Um, the miles getting miles to be able to get there doing the pet sitting while you're there, you know, and then being able to cook your food and, and kind of cut down just buying groceries at the store and stuff like that. So, Um, it's doable. It's very doable. Yes. Well, it's very inspiring for me. I know when Thanks. I saw you, yeah. you know, we've known each other, uh, for a long time, but not always hung out a bunch or anything, but I've certainly watched you on Facebook and, and social media or whatever. And, and I figured out when you were leaving, I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> I just saw that you were like, I'm selling the last of my things and I'm out, I'm out. Bye-bye. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, what, wait a minute, I need to catch up on what's going on over here. And, um, very inspiring for me. And I know that, you know, yeah, I, I have, you know, your son's older, my mm-hmm. son, we're, I'm still um, navigating his high school years. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a husband who, you know, may or may not want to go on a massive adventure, although he's pretty keen, but you know, I have that to, to navigate, but it's still so inspiring for me because I'm realizing mm-hmm. this resource, what you're doing is just like, wow. But also the, the fact that maybe I could do it on a smaller scale, right? Absolutely. You know, I don't have to, totally sell everything, but also I'm actually considering signing up to get, I travel a lot. I need pet, I have dog, so I need pet sitters. Right, right. Um, And I thought that might be a great way to start out, like just learning about it Mm -hmm. um, now that I've heard about it from you and going from there. So I just want to say thanks for, you know, inspiring me to Mm -hmm. start something new and see what I can do to travel more for less, even like, you know, now that I figured out the miles thing. right. This is an added bonus. Yeah. Like free place to stay. Absolutely. Um, what would be your top tip for someone wanting to start pet sitting, international pet sitting, your top tip? I would say just do it. I mean, just get <laughs> started. It's, you know, there's so, I I wish I would have done this earlier. There were so many things that it's like, I need to try to prepare for everything or I want to, you know, be an expert at it before I start. And like I said, I think the, you know, if you don't feel comfortable with it or if you've never done it before, um, on the profile, you're asked to have references, mm-hmm. um, you know, for job personal references and also house sitting if you've done it. So I would say, you know, if you, if you're just getting started and you're just not sure about it, you start out locally. Okay. Do ones that are in your area. Um, it's a UK based company. Mm-hmm. So it's, huge in the UK and also in Australia. That's what I've seen as the most okay. popular ones. Um, but it's getting bigger in the U S as well. Great. So, um, you know that, and just building your profile, Yeah. you know, and, and just, just getting started with it. So okay. any other resources, obviously trusted house sitters, is that what it's called? Trusted yeah, house sitters.com. Uh, any other resources or websites or things that you've found helpful just in general with traveling? Well, you, let's see. 
You said you did some research before you figured out about Southeast Asia, for example, being yeah. cheaper. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, nomadic Matt. Yeah, what, look, reading Matt. his, and you know, oh, after, off the top of my head, I can't remember. Um, there are some groups that I go that I, it's solo travelers, solo female travelers. Mm-hmm. I think there's some uh, Facebook groups that I follow. It's just anything that I could find yeah. on traveling, right? Um, either on Instagram or you know. My biggest ones are Facebook and Instagram, but if you, you yeah. know, do Twitter, so just too, joining or community groups Tumblr, on yeah. Yeah, Facebook, so or social media, sure. any of those. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So great. Well, I'm going to include the ones that you mentioned along with the, um, you know, on, on my, on my site, along with the transcript of this. And, um, yeah. Is there anywhere yet? And I said you want to have a blog. Do you have a blog address yet? I have an address. It's not published yet. Okay. So this will be a way to get you, so, uh, hold you accountable. We're going to, yes. you know, by the time I post this, maybe you can have <laughs> one little post. Yes. <laughs> yes. That'll be good. So the name, and I have actually an Instagram account and a Facebook page. Okay. That, so the name of it is Sitting from City to Sea. Right. So, sitting from city to sea. S E A. Yes. Yes. Um, and so that's the name of my blog. That's also the name of the Instagram account that I have and the Facebook account. So that I've been trying to post instead of on my personal page, all my sitting. Okay. The sitting that I do on those pages. So great. So yeah, that's a great way to, for people who hear this, you know, they may want to connect with you and yeah. follow what you're doing and maybe ask questions, but yeah, thanks so much for joining us. This has been really inspiring for yeah. me. And um, yeah, I just appreciate you coming in. No worries. I also have an email just okay. th- that's sitting fr- from city to sea at gmail.com. So if there's any questions or anything like that or that I can okay. help with, yeah. Great. Yeah. Thanks so much, Kelly. Yeah, thank you. All right. All right. Thanks. Take care. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Globetrotter Lounge podcast. If you're interested in hearing other stories from women who have found creative ways to travel more for less, then I invite you to explore other Globetrotter Lounge podcast episodes at theglobetrotterlounge.com. And if you want a breakdown of the way that I've personally saved over $90,000 in travel costs, be sure to download a copy of the Globetrotter Roadmap to Free Travel. You can get it for free from roadmaptofreetravel.com. And if you're ready to dive even deeper into the world of travel hacking through credit card signup bonuses, you'll want to check out my online course, Jet Set 101, Becoming a Travel Hacker. It will teach you exactly how to start turning regular household spending into hundreds of thousands of airline miles and hotel points without damaging your credit score or going into debt. You can get more info at jetset101course.com. And if you just want to learn more about me, read my blog posts and get travel tips, subscribe to my email list, then go ahead and visit jetsetlizette.com. That's jetsetlizette.com. Thanks again for listening. 